Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Making Fit Work. I am your host, Nina McGough, and I am here with local business owner and friend, Marcy Sarmento. Marcy, thank you so much for being here with me today. No problem. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Marcy is the owner of Live Eye Laser Sensor, a small aesthetic laser business that specializes in hair removal and skin rejuvenation, which I love so much. (laughs) Also a mom of two girls. Yep. Right. So super, super busy, which is why I wanted to have you on the show today, because I was thinking about like, who do I know locally that just makes fit work? And of course you keep them to my mind. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, always trying for as long as yes. I've known you though, right? So yeah. let's actually start there. Give us a little history. What I've heard from a lot of listeners is that they really like to hear how people's like fitness journeys have kind of evolved over time and yours has evolved, but you've always kind of been into fitness for as long as I've known you, I think. Yeah, pretty much. So I've always been a little bit of a tomboy. I had an older brother and for as long as I can remember when we'd get together at like family parties, my girl cousins would be inside, you know, having fun talking. And I'd always want to be outside with the boys, like riding bikes and playing kickball. Um, So it's just always been a part of who I am. And as I got older, even in like fifth grade, I remember writing down exercises and taping it to my mirror and every day trying to do them. And literally it was stuff like toe touches. And <laughs> yeah, right. Something you saw in like a teen magazine or a exactly. shape magazine or something. Yeah. Yes. However, I have also on occasion taken some time off, not much, but I would say maybe like three years ago and it wasn't, it was actually before COVID um, just going in a rut and just not doing anything consistently. Yeah. I'd work out one day and then not work out for like a month or two. Yeah. Um, then I'd work out for like two days in a week and I'm like, okay, I got this. And then just falling off again. So, but for most of, you know, my time, I have tried to stay consistent, but sometimes things creep up and kind of kick you off that, but it's just a matter of being aware of it and just keep trying, even if it's small little steps, but I would say, You've always been active. Yes. So what were the things that you felt like at what points in your journey? I know you said about three years ago, was there anything in particular that you felt like happened in those, in that three year period that was like, threw you that far off your regular schedule? Cause what was your regular schedule before that? Let's, let's go back to that. So I've always tried to get at least three days a weekend. Um, Mm -hmm. Ideally, I would love to get five, but it just has never worked out with my schedule. But I feel myself, I feel mentally and physically um, better getting at least three days in. So um, mostly personal reasons. My parents got divorced three years ago, so Mm -hmm. there was a lot of stress around that. Um, which I'd like to say, I feel very bad for younger kids who go through this because even as an adult, it's very difficult. 
So I think I had so much in my mind that I could not focus on committing to a schedule. Yeah. And that to me is what helps you stay on track is having a schedule. But when your mind is cluttered with so many things, it's hard to, yeah. to well, stay on. Before that, what was your schedule like? I know you're saying you worked out three, maybe even five times. Ideally, was it because I know you're a runner. Was it mostly running? Was it strength training? Like how has that evolved for you over the years? So my husband says I have uh, fitness ADD because I will <laughs> like for a year or two, I'll be like all in with like yoga and then I'm like, okay, now what? Th- then yeah. I'll start like some kind of boot camp class and yeah. all in for that for a few years. So I always kind of just go back and forth. I do ideally like group exercise type things mm-hmm. um, and weight training is definitely my favorite. I like running more just to clear my mind and just kind of get out there with my music and just enjoy my alone time. Yeah. Um, but my schedule, I would say, would probably be, you know, two days of strength training and maybe two days of running. Yeah. Um, and awesome. running, I'm not like a runner. I, I know that I do the half marathon every year, but it's just because I started it through um, a team team Owen, it was a friend of ours who lost their son and we mm-hmm. started kind of a fundraiser. Um, and ever since then I committed to doing it every year, even if I'm not training, like I should. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a balance of both of those is what is ideal kind of- for you. Yeah. 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 So how long have you had live eye laser center? Nine years. Oh my God. Nine years already. Yeah. I can't believe it. Wow. I don't know yeah. why I thought you were going to say like five. <laughs> I, I, I actually think that all the time, like, oh, I think I've only been around for five years. And then when I do the math, I'm like, wow, nine years. Yeah. yeah. So how did, did you find that things shifted with your routine during for that sure. time of opening yes. the business and getting all that stuff going? Yes. And that was probably another time in my life too, where kind of the fitness journey fell off a little bit too, because I was really focusing on getting that going. Um, so it was hard and I just learned different tools to stay committed. And really it's just having daily habits and, and a schedule that you can sort of stick to. And of course, sometimes things come up, children get sick yeah, and you right. have to adjust that. Um, but as long as you're aware that, okay, this was an adjustment because I had to adjust it, but you know, tomorrow or next week, I got to get back on that because um, to me, and I've learned this through different personal development groups that I've been a part of, um, without having some sort of physical activity in your life, your mental state falls behind your emotional state falls behind. So I, I believe that number one is physical. Yeah. Um, and then the byproduct is everything else, including a successful business. Yeah. That's actually something I want to touch uh, base with you today. Cause I remember like us just having some chats when I was coming in from my laser appointments about small business and just kind of running it. And, and I know you work with like a small business coach and how your coach was really encouraging fitness yes. and health as a part of self-care in order for you to run your business or even take it to the next level. For sure. Do you mind sharing a little bit about kind of what she was trying to motivate your group? Yes. So um, the name of the group, it's called the SSI agency. 
Um, and basically it's a group of female entrepreneurs that uh, get together and the facilitator, her name's Kimberly, she's amazing. Um, she just helps us stay on track. Um, I feel like there's always room for improvement and this is not just with personal development, but fitness and right. because, I mean, if you think of these athletes, they are always working with coaches and they are like the best, you know, sports figure out there and they still work hard and work every day and train with trainers. So, um, I just felt like my business was growing, but I didn't know how to stay on top of it. And once I started working with them, they made me realize how important it is to work on your physical part of the body first, your mental part, and then the financials come after. And um, I've been sticking to that. And in the last few years, the business has grown tremendously. Um, but basically, self-care is the number one tool for growth. Um, without that, you your mind does get cluttered easily and it's hard to sit down and focus on the next task that you need to accomplish in order to grow. Um, so another thing that she taught us is time management, um, creating habits that help you stay in alignment. Um, and basically when I, when I work out consistently, it does make me feel stronger physically, but it also kind of trains my brain to feel stronger as well. So I can take on any task, any mishap that can happen at work. I now feel confident just based on that, you know, weightlifting session I had. Yeah, no, you absolutely. Know? It gives you a sense of like mental clarity too, right? Yeah. Like it almost takes like weight off your shoulder. So now you're like, okay, I can take a step back breathe and look at this, whatever problem or whatever's coming up. Right. And like right. actually handle it rather than feeling a little frazzled. Right. Like, right. So that's what she has this model that she calls pens F. Um, so the P is for physical, the E is for emotional, um, the M is for mental and the S is for spiritual. And then the F is financial. So basically if you're working on those four things, then the financial part is kind of a byproduct of it. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I love it too. I okay. So, so say that, that with say, say that again, physical. So it's called pens and it's physical. So basically you want to work on your physical state, your emotional state, your mental state, and your spiritual state. And then the byproduct is financial abundance. Now let's dive into this a little bit. So did it take you a little bit until you started to really see that that could happen for you and like put those practices into place, right? Because as a business owner, as a mom, you've got so much going on. Did she kind of talk to you about this and you're like, yes, I'm going to do it. Or was it like, but I don't oh. see how I can fit all that stuff in. Oh my gosh, Nina, the resistance that I had. Yes. Yeah. It that's crazy. And I yeah. feel like that happens a lot, right? Like even as a coach trying to like yes. talk to people about how their nutrition, it's like, there's this little like, but I don't wanna, or I don't really see how it's going to help as much as you say it is. Right. It just seems so unrealistic at first. Um, but that's why she guides you and it's literally the like baby steps the smallest steps into doing it and as long as you're doing something every day or even every week to improve yourself it could be one percent a week yeah but 
at the end of the year, think of, you know, oh, yeah. wow, you know, right. that's such an improvement. Even if it's just 1%, you're still improving. Was there anything in particular, particular that helps you get through that resistance? Or did you uh, just like, you know what I mean? Did you have an aha moment of like, okay, something's got to give, like she's saying this. I think what helps me is surrounding myself with positivity and positive people, um, listening to podcasts that promote positivity and just trying not to watch too much bad TV, which sometimes I do like to binge watch. Um, but as long as I'm not saying stuff there, because you know, what we watch does kind of brainwash us a little bit or, um, yeah. take up space in our, in our mind. So I do try hard to kind of stick to positive things when I'm driving, I'm always listening to some kind of personal development podcast, or, um, I do try to meditate. I notice that if I don't meditate that I, there's a change in my mood and, um, uh, motivation. Do so, you, do you use an app or anything that guides you through meditation? Cause I know meditation can be hard for people, even for me. Um, me I, I know I use an app as a guided thing at night. Me too. I use insight. Oh, okay. Yep. It's free. Um, and it's amazing. You can literally put in something, a keyword of something you want to work on. I meditated before this podcast. <laughs> I, love it. I was a little nervous. Um, so yeah, you can put in a keyword and, you know, you could put uh, self-esteem and it'll give you a list of, right. Right. Of, uh, meditation audio videos. I think you and I talked about this. I'm a huge, like self-development junkie too, right? Like Me I too. listen to the podcast. I listen to the books. I read them. I watch, you know, I listen to YouTube videos, like on the way in to work. I do the same thing. And when you do that, you do notice that everybody's kind of saying the same thing, right? Right. All of these like self-development professionals, coaches, mentors, whatever, you know, whatever their title may be, they they're saying it differently a little bit, but for the most part, it's all the same stuff. So I know for me, when I'm feeling resistance, it's like, okay, Nina, how many times do you have to hear it from like a different person to realize like the, there's not a lot of tools. It's like a handful. Yeah. Right. And you just kind of have to find the best way that helps you personally implement them. So I love that you're saying just kind of surrounding yourself with positive thoughts all the time to kind of help you get to, I actually right. read, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, going back to, you know, what you can do to start because there, there is resistance in the beginning mm -hmm. is starting small, um, even if it's just. 10 minutes a day, commit to going for a walk. Yeah. You know, um, even if it's your lunch break, just even if it's five minutes a day, even if it's just walking around your house yep. once or twice, just start small. Um, same thing with, if you feel like you don't have time to get things done, wake up a half hour earlier this week, or not even 10 minutes earlier this week, next week, increase it to 15 minutes yep. the week after, you know, and eventually you end up realizing that it does help to follow yeah. these little tools. And again, you know, you honor yourself. Sometimes we do have things that pop in that don't allow us to follow that. But as long as we have self-awareness, we can get back to it. Yeah. And I think the 
one of the biggest things too, is that it takes practice. It's not something that you're going to do and just be like, oh, I'm, I'm nailing this meditation thing every single day, all day, right? Like it takes practice and it really does. find yourself falling off. It's like, okay, it takes practice to get back on. And um, just because you don't do it every single day consistently doesn't mean you can't do it once a week or a couple times a month. Exactly. Or, um, I want to touch base on something you said when it, you talked a little bit about like binging TV and like what you watch. I actually listened to this study once um, and it was talking about like ways to relax, ways to reset your mind, ways to de-stress. And so many of us think, and I'm guilty of this too, like, oh, I just want to like a day to do nothing and like binge watch some TV and yeah. de-stress. But there's actually studies that show only 11 minutes of TV actually serves as like a de-stressor, as a way to reset your mind. 11 minutes. That's it. 11 minutes until it turns to a more negative kind of, um, I forget how they worded it, but essentially having more of a negative effect on your mindset. Right. And so if you are going to watch something for longer than 11 minutes, which usually if we're putting on the TV, we we're going to watch something longer than that. It should be something that brings you like joy, for example, a comedy or something that will get you laughing or something that's right. like lighthearted, but like watching movies or binge watching thrillers or watching the news can actually have more of a negative effect on oh us God. after 11 minutes. And I know for me, I'm like, I have no doubt in my mind that I noticed that right off the bat. Me too. I'm a dateline junkie. You know, <laughs> I love stuff like that. Um, and you know, once in a blue moon, I'll just like, all right, one episode and that's fine. But the news, I have completely cut that out. Um, and some people will say, well, you know, don't you want to be worldly and you're going to be naive to what's happening. You know what, when I really need to know, I feel like I will find out, yeah. um, but it just does not serve me. I notice my anxiety is, is higher when I watch the news. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I watch stuff like Dateline, I'll be going for a run, looking like all around thinking there's someone following me and it's just yep. not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because once I heard that study, I think I became very aware of like my physical and emotional reaction to certain things. And my husband, um, you know, he loves to watch like just action stuff, but like gory stuff, like very violent stuff. And I'm like, I can't watch this stuff. Like this doesn't make me relax. I'm not relaxed. I'm tense when I'm watching it. I'm not sleeping well after I watch stuff like this. So it's funny how we kind of you know, every once in a while, we'll try to find something that we're on the same page with, but I'm like, I can't watch stuff like this anymore. Um, anyway, let's get back on track to talking about what are some of the other things that have helped you? I know you said that your coach has given you like some tools to kind of, you know, everyday little things. So we know the physical, the P stuff you're getting in two to three workouts a week, right? Maybe four ideally. Yep. Yep. What are some of the things and tools that have helped you with the E, the M, the S? So the E, I would say um, meditating has helped with that. Um, Joining, you know, 
the coaching group because we're all like-minded women who own businesses and who struggle with problems that arise because in life there is always going to be problems right uh, no matter what so it's just how we handle those problems and we all help each other and talk about different ways and um the mental state that one's a tough one because again i feel like emotional and mental really do go hand in hand Mm -hmm. Um, emotional really is just trying to figure out ways to um to handle the situations where mental i think it's how to stay stabilized or balanced right or in alignment with everything that's going on spiritual that's basically you know praying or going to church or whatever you know meditating meditating um you know talking to the universe whatever it is that you you know whatever god or whatever you choose um you know that's that part of it and then the f is obviously the financial and it just it's it works yeah if you're working on those four things the f is always coming in basically it's just kind of coming and following yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you make fit work? Right. Cause I know that there's p- people listening going, but I'm so busy. I feel like I can't find the time. And it's like, right. you're, you're so not only do you own my by laser center, you're there doing most of the laser appointments, right? Yes. So you're there physically doing the appointments, running the business. You have two girls, both in middle school now. Is your youngest? Uh, they will be, yeah. Next year. Both of them will be there, yes. Ah. And they have more of a social life than me. So they need to be driven yep. around and sports. Um, for me, people like you help. Um, being able to schedule something and know that once I schedule it, I have to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what helps me. That is the only thing I unfortunately am not great at self-motivating. And that's why I always have to do these things. <laughs> um, so for me being part of a fitness group and having other women there that, you know, I look forward to seeing helps me stay on track because once I schedule that class, I know I have to go. Yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of people think it's, it's a big investment, but it's our bodies and we never, for some reason, we don't look at it that way, but I rather spend money on my body and being stronger and healthier um, than going for Starbucks every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that you say that. Cause so what I'm hearing for you specifically is community really helps yes. not only a community of other entrepreneurs who can help you with the business side of thing exactly. and mind positive there, but then also giving you that P that physical part, that motivation. Yeah. Community is a big thing for a lot of people. And I think it's just about finding the type of community that works for you, whether it's an in-person community, an online community, maybe it's a business group, maybe it's a mom group. Right. Right. If you're struggling to find like other moms who are making fit work and trying to prioritize their health and fitness. Exactly. Yes. Community is a big part of it for me and being part of, of a group where I can schedule time to me and I know I'll show up. And I remember, I remember around, um, the pandemic, that was another time for you. Cause you and I had chatted that you were just kind of feeling like, right. Cause things were closed. So it was like, right. You just mentioned community is important that in-person yes. facing people, what did you find that it was 
only when things opened back up that you were able to kind of get back into your regular routine? What helped you get out of your funk? And I'm asking not to put you on the spot, but I do just in talking to people, I met so many people who either were like super self-motivated during the pandemic or that weren't. And then they really struggled to kind of reconnect and find, get back on track. So I, I, it just hit me because I was watching a lot of shows and catching up and it was great. Um, to be able to just slow down and, and relax. Um, but I was getting hip pain. Ah, and interesting. I'm like, I have not been doing anything now. Why would my hips be hurting this much? And then I'm like, oh, because I haven't been doing anything. And I've <laughs> right. been sitting on the couch with my legs up for hours at a time. Um, so I mean, it's hilarious. My husband too, he's into fitness too. He's like, okay, let's like get like a home gym. He went and got these huge tractor trailer tires and all this gym equipment. And we, we did it for like a week and then I'm like, okay, not motivated to go back out there again. Yeah. Um, and then you started your, um, online program yep. and that finally got me back up and out. And then with your program, it, for, it gave me the motivation to want to go outside and run too. Yep. And then I started running and and yeah, and then it, it just, reminds you of the benefits. You're like, exactly. and this is what, and then I, why I was doing like, this. All of a sudden my hip pain is gone. And right. Yeah. Yeah. So really just kind of making the time. Exactly. And just like squeezing it in. Yeah. Is your husband supportive? I know he is, but how do you guys make it work together? Right. Cause I know that that can be tricky for people, moms, especially who feel like they're doing all of the running around. Right. So yeah. Um, thankfully now that the kids are older, it's pretty awesome that we don't have to kind of drag them around to different places just right. so we can go work out. Right. Um, but yeah, we just try to commit to, you know, I have my group exercise stuff that I do and he goes to the gym and we kind of just, it works somehow. Right. He he'll go right after work. I go before work. Got so it. Yeah. I try to go when the kids are in school. Right. Uh, and then he'll go right after work, which is right before they get out of school. So it's, it just works out great. So you're blocking off time in your calendar, exactly. right? So you're obviously saying like, I'm not coming into work. Don't book appointments yes. for me during this time. Literally. I won't even book, you know, um, doctor's appointments right. unless it's after my, cause I, right now I have, it's Mondays and Thursdays. And then Tuesdays, I work out with you guys. So I, I commit to Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, basically yeah. the other days, if I can get in a run, then that's awesome. Um, but as long as I can commit to those three days, I feel happy with myself. Yeah. And I think that's a big point to make, because I think what happens is people will look at their calendar and they're like, where can I fit it in mm-hmm. versus plugging it in and then fitting other things in around it. Right. Yes. I have, I have convinced myself that those three days are a habit that I have to maintain. Um, just like brushing my teeth. Like that's what we do every day. We brush our teeth morning and night, sometimes in the middle of the day. Um, and that's it. That's just, you do it without even thinking now when you wake up or go to bed. Um, so I try to commit to those three days, same time, same place. And, and it's been working great for the last like two to three, two years, I would say. 
Um, How do you I have, feel like making that commitment has, what has it changed for you in the business? Um, I feel like it gives me more strength to face other obstacles because I think of some of the workouts that you put me through. <laughs> like, wow, if I could have done that in 30 minutes, I can handle this, you know, whatever it is that gets thrown my whatever. way. Whatever, yeah, whatever's um, coming up. And I also just feel like we have to have the will to want to improve ourselves and move our body um, because otherwise, we, especially as women, we lose bone density, um, and we yeah. get weaker so much quicker. So yeah. that's another thing I just focus on. Okay. You know, we're getting older and older and we're losing bone density. The best way to, to build that is to continue to work out. Um, why not? Yeah. Do you feel like looking back when you had resistance with making changes with the business that that kind of aligned with when you weren't working out consistently? Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Because then I start feeling sorry for myself. Mm. So like, Oh, I didn't work out today. Oh, I'm so lazy. Oh, I just, and then it just already now my, my mind is cluttered with all this negativity. Right. And it just, it kind of just stops you from moving forward. You, right. you stay stuck. Right. How do you make positive changes about your business? And like big steps to move forward when you feel like you're making, having negative thoughts about yourself personally. Right. It, it just doesn't work hand in hand. Yeah. Cause I remember us talking about that and you were kind of like, I know I need to take these steps with my business, but you like, weren't ready for yeah, that. It you was were resisting like, them a lot. Yes. It's like a blockage in my brain <laughs> Yeah. when I'm not working out, there's like a blockage and it just doesn't allow me to move forward in anything else. Cause I'm now I'm focusing on, wow, I can't believe I woke up and just like sat around and didn't do something, you know, something physically. Um, yeah. And the, the more negativity we have, the more blockages we have, and then our, we can't be creative. We can't mm-hmm. move forward. You're just stuck. Don't you think some of it also is about overall, like self-confidence and self-esteem? Like it, like you kind of said, like I could do that strong workout, but now you're like feeling stronger. So now mentally you're like, if I physically strong, I can definitely rock this business. Like I can definitely grow this business. Like I can, I can do this attitude. Yes. Literally one workout. If I, when I wasn't working out for probably, I think it was a good eight months the first workout I had, I was already like, wow, like looking at my muscles and we all know that one workout didn't do it. But again, it's almost like it brainwashed me to already feel confident. Yeah. Right. So why not? Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that that happens for you. Cause I feel like even just in our few talks, like I've noticed I'm like, Oh, before you were saying like, I'm not ready to make those steps. I know my business coach wants me to like when it came to your business and then a few, actually, I think you had gone to a retreat and you had been coming yes. to the in-person boot camps, And yep. then all of a sudden you were like, yep, I did it. I hired an extra person. Like, yes. I was like, all right, there we go. Yep. It's crazy how much confidence you gain. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, what would be your biggest piece of it, of advice to 
maybe another local business owner, mompreneur who was like, I'm just so bogged down with the day-to-day business stuff and my kids. I don't know how to make it work. What would be your piece of advice to them? I would say start small. Um, Some people think it's corny, but journaling Mm, and creating habits, um, even in your journal, you don't have to journal and, and talk about your feelings if that makes you feel weird, but even just keeping a journal that puts things that are in your mind on paper. um, And that's how I started. I started by creating a schedule. Literally, it was like from the minute I woke up, I think I even have it in front of me here. But for instance, wake up 5 a.m., meditate from 5 to 5.15 a.m., 5.15 a.m., make coffee. Like I literally wrote down every little thing that I was going to do. And granted, yes, I don't follow that daily, Yeah, but it just helped guide me. So I could in the beginning, just, okay, wait, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Um, And that's what helps just starting small and don't beat yourself up. If you don't honor it right away, um, it takes time and practice. And even the most the self-development gurus are still working on themselves and still practicing. It's a practice that you just have to continue. But at least if you're giving that little 1% every week, you're going to improve at the end of the year. Yeah. Even if it's a little bit. I love using a journal to brain dump when I'm feeling stuck. So if I'm feeling stuck on like a business decision, or if I'm feeling like in a ruddy place where I'm like, ah, this mood, I've got too much on my mind. I'll use my journal to just literally dump my emotions and everything that's, I feel like cluttering my mind just to get it off, (laughs) just to get it out of my head and on paper so that I can move on and actually do whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish. I love that. I love that you're saying journaling a lot Mm -hmm. and starting Um, off small and joining a community of, of other fitness, you know, like-minded people that always helps for sure. Do you find that a lot of the women in your business coaching pod are also doing something physical and working on themselves? Yes. And that helps. Yes, for sure. Yeah. That's Uh, when I, I just did my um, second retreat um, in June and we start off the day always with some sort of physical activity. Um, Sometimes it was just like a little walk around the neighborhood of the house that we were staying in. Um, Sometimes it was a big hike. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we always started the day off with some sort of physical activity and it does, it increases your energy. Um, I, I felt like I had more clarity, even though I was waking up so much earlier um, for some reason I had the most energy that I ever had. Yeah. I listened, um, actually, I think it was in, I think it was in a book that I read. I wish I could remember which one it was, but, um, I feel like I read so many self-development stuff over the pandemic, but there was one that was talking about the 5am club, very similar to what you're saying. And, um, the idea is that you wake up before the sun, right? So, in this case, it was 5 a.m. And you spend 20 minutes writing. 
So journaling typically Mm -hmm. 20 minutes reading and then 20 minutes moving. So your first hour of the day. And when you think about it, it's like, it's just 20 minutes, right? Like moving could be whatever. It could be if you want to bang out a quick workout, it could be a walk, it could be stretching. So that's kind of what I would do, either a walk or like a stretching routine. Um, And then just 20 minutes journaling and 20 minutes reading. And I'm like, that's so, for me, that was helpful because I feel like every time I sit down with an actual book, I need to be like ready to read, right? Like ready to read a lot (laughs) and just like sit and just read my book and dive into it. And I'm like 20 minutes. Like if I read every day for just 20 minutes, I'd finish this book in like no time versus constantly looking for that, like two hour time slot where I'm just going to have nothing to do and sit down with a book. Right. Like that doesn't happen. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah. And I think another key to building on that is self-awareness, you know, just being aware and not making excuses, which we have, I, I have excuses for days, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm aware that they're just excuses, but sometimes it just feels good to say them. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Being self-aware that, okay, these are excuses. And if I really, really want it, then I can make the time. Um, yeah. It's just, I have to have the will to do it and find it somewhere deep down inside. Um, think about maybe being a good example for your children or, or your employees, yeah. or, you know, it's just, it adds value to your life at the end of the day. So why not? Do you feel, do you feel like your employees noticed a shift in you? For sure. Oh yeah. yeah. My reception who, you know, she is my right hand woman and she always notices a difference. And now she's working out too, which is awesome. Oh, yay. See you inspired. And and you know, I notice even her mood is different and she feels a lot more confident and yeah, Ah, man, the power of it. People just, I feel like if we can just tap into that and people can really start to see that it's not just about how we look physically, but the mental positivity that working out has on you. It's crazy. Um, The very, very first, first, go ahead. No, go ahead, Nina. I was just going to say, you said the excuses thing. The very first self-development book I ever read was called No Excuses by Brian Tracy. And I'll never forget it because there was one thing I read in there that has always stuck with me. And essentially the book was about how to determine whether your, uh, the things you're saying to yourself are excuses or, um, like essentially how they're, if they're valid or not, right? Like, are they really just an excuse or is it an actual valid reason? And he was saying (laughs) to ask yourself, is there anyone, anyone in the world out there who is in the same exact situation as me. So whatever the excuse is, like saying like, oh, I own this small business and I do so much work and I have two girls in middle school who play so many sports. Is there another small business female entrepreneur out there who might have two kids in middle school who are super busy with sports, who is doing the thing that you're mm-hmm. saying you can't do. Yes. And, and so- if there is, which most likely there is, right? Somewhere out there in the For universe, sure. there is somebody else doing it, then it's an excuse. 
Exactly. And it's just, and when he said that, I was like, oh, that hit me hard, right? Like, right. Because then you start to think of people, you know, that have way more on their plates than you. And you're like, right. They're doing it. it Which we shouldn't compare because everyone's different, but no, but it is nice to have that real. Yes. It is nice to have that realization. Like, yes, I am using this as a crutch. Yeah. I can accomplish this if it's truly important to me, if it's truly important, right? Because maybe sometimes it's just not. And right. we just have to realize that, right? Rather than saying it's not because of this. It's like, no, it's not because it's not. Not because of like being a mom, not because of being a business owner, any of those things. So right, Brian Tracy, No Excuses. It was a really good book. It was my first self-development book. And I got like hooked on things like awesome. that afterwards. I'll have to add it to my list. Absolutely. All right, Marcy. Well, thank you so much for being here. I do want to make sure that everybody knows that Live Eye Laser Center is located in South Dartmouth. What is the address exactly, Marcy? 13 Russell's Mills Road. Russell's Mills Road. I absolutely love it there. I got both my armpits and my Brazilian done. And Marcy is an absolute professional. I think I was calling you during the pandemic and was like, I'm being weird about this and I don't know. And you totally put my mind at ease. And it it was was a great, great experience. And you you are offering... You're offering 10% off of all services until September 1st to anybody listening to this podcast, right? Yes, ma'am. That is so amazing because specifically with laser treatment, you want to do them more in the fall, winter, spring, right? Like we don't want to be scheduling that stuff now in the summer when people are exposed to sun. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Sun and laser don't mix. Right. Um, So from now until September 1st, people can at least purchase their services and get 10% off. And then they can book them in the fall, right? I was going to say they don't even have to purchase anything. If they just want to book and mention, we'll make a note. Even if they're coming in after September 1st, they're still going to, we'll still honor that 10%. Yeah, perfect. So just make sure you mention this episode to Marcy or her amazing receptionist, and they will honor that if you are thinking. So you offer laser treatment, but what else too? Because I know there's other things. I've done the microdermabrasion there, yes. which I so love too. So we do too. skin rejuvenation too, which um, we do microdermabrasions, skin tightening. Um, we treat uh, sun damaged skin. Yeah. So yeah, there's quite a few options. Yeah, I did the microdermabrasion. I did. I've done and I still do. Probably I realized after I should do it more often. I was only doing it once a quarter. But for me, and I remember asking you about it specifically, my skin in the winter was just feeling like really dull. Even though I was using an exfoliator here and there, I just felt like it had this like dull grayness feeling to it. And it was so nice to just. Isn't it? It, it, it literally that nice, healthy glow. Yes. It literally felt like flakes were just coming off of my skin. I'm like, how is that even possible? But it's it amazing. felt so good afterwards. So definitely if you are local and listening to this, take advantage of the 10% off at Live Eye Laser Center in South Dartmouth. Thank you so much, Marcy, for sharing. This was such a pleasure. No, thank you for asking me. I'm honored. Yeah, absolutely. All right, lady, I'll see you soon. 
All right. I'll see you tomorrow in class. (laughs) That's right. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Fit Work. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast, feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Again, you can find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Or you can join my private community on Facebook called Making Fit Work and drop your topic suggestions in there. Until next time, my friends, be strong, be healthy, be happy.